0: Fearscape Media Network. Exploring the unknown, one podcast at a time.
1: Something dark is here, flying in the skies, lurking in the woodlands, swimming in the rivers, and hiding under your bed. Join me, Mark L. Watson, and Fearscape Media as we delve into the paranormal, the occult, the spiritual, and the esoteric, and peer beyond the veil.
2: Find us everywhere you get your podcasts or search for more information at
1: fearscapemedia.com.
0: Fearscape, a paranormal podcast, part of the Fearscape Media Network. Prepare to be spooked. <laughs> new episodes every wednesday on all major podcast platforms find out more at fearscapepodcast.com coming to you from nowhere a suburb of parts unknown your ghoulish hosts for an evening of terror Stefan Gearhart and Lance Wayne, the Misters of the Dark. (laughs) Good evening, dear friends. Welcome to another terrifying episode of Misters of the Dark. As always, we are beaming directly to you from nowhere, a suburb of parts unknown. I'm your head, Mr. Lord Stefan Gearhart.
3: And I'm your co-mister, the man with no name, Lance Wayne.
0: I'm so happy you could join us tonight, for you see, your ever modest head-mister is not only a charismatic and enigmatic host, but I'm also a rather gifted artist. Yes, even I need to unwind after an evening of impaling villagers, and nothing does the trick better than using all of that excess blood to create my own little masterpieces. It's like a wise man once said, I make art till somebody dies or directly after.
3: <laughs> I hardly think a painting depicting Margaret Thatcher as Boba Fett constitutes as a masterpiece, Stephen. Pshaw. I I
0: find it very relevant. You know, she was known as the Iron Maiden, and Boba Fett was a cold and ruthless bounty hunter. I mean, if you really think about it, they're one and the same, because if she's the Iron Maiden and she's wearing something, then Boba Fett's gonna a- a-
3: you and, all, and, you, and you only work in red. If it wasn't for the detail on the overbite, I wouldn't even be able to tell that was Margaret. Well, it's all I have to work with. Well... Be that as it may, while you're here admiring your little masterpiece, I'm headed back to the West Wing. Oh, and keep an ear out if you could. I'm expecting a delivery from Japan.
0: What on earth would you be getting from Japan? All stuff from Wish.com comes from China.
3: Well, it's uh, giant robotic werewolves. They help keep bears away.
0: We don't have any bears here, don't you remember the whole big thing in Nowhere? It was like, we removed the bear here in the suburb of Nowhere. We haven't had bears here in a hundred years!
3: Hmm, no. But we do have teenagers with hormones coming out of their ears that are always daring one another to go visit the spooky old dilapidated mansion. Figured if it works on bears- Okay, and- okay,
0: whatever. But you can't leave, Lance. I I have a very important appointment with a fellow artist and I need you to be my wingman. Y- your wingman? Stefan.
1: You know,
0: <laughs> Here he is, Lance. It's pencil artist, Ricky Blaylock. All right, hey, Ricky, thanks for coming on over to the dilapidated mansion of doom. <laughs> all right well thank you for having me and uh of course this is my brother lance uh lance this is the artist i was telling you about ricky
3: mm, charmed
0: no no he does monster <laughs> art he does monster art it's cool oh oh okay you know okay. Uh, we've, oh, okay. we've had the subscriptions to monster magazine forever just That's... so you could have reading material wait, wait a minute you did the cover comfort- wait yeah no. he does a ton of that man so yes. i Thank you, Ricky, for joining us. We're so, so grateful. And uh, all our fans out there are very pumped to have you on here because, man, your art is the bomb diggity. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bomb diggity. Uh, But yeah, if you wouldn't mind sticking around, we'd love to ask you some questions and uh, get to know you and have our fans get to know you and become your fans and vice versa. Yes. All
3: right, well. It's all a circle. It is. It's all a circle. Well. Like Like a tiger chasing his tail. Like a tiger, like the one ring to rule them all. Mm. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> well, Wait. sir, I think we should probably just, in the words of the immortal John Cleese, begin from the beginning. <laughs> begin the begin, begin yeah. to begin. Mr. Mister Blaylock, the pencil
0: artist, I love it. Um, so yeah, let's get at the beginning. Where did you grow up? That's what I wanna know.
2: I grew up in Columbia, Tennessee, but
0: oh, not too far
2: from me. Not in town though. I grew up outside the city limits
3: in the in the country. We were one well, of the that, not too far from country me. kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like in the United States, there's cities, and then everywhere else is just one big town. Yeah, all They're the in betweens is just one big rural town. Yeah
2: that's pretty much the way this this place was back then it's not that much anymore it's like back then everybody knew everybody
0: Mm -hmm. yeah but
2: nowadays you know so many people have moved in here it's it's probably five times the size it used to be
0: yeah well even then people don't know each other anymore anyways like i've noticed that that nobody nobody knows their neighbors anymore even in a city street like it's weird so
3: yeah, might, really might I might I add might I add it's it's really nice to uh, have somebody on this show that also has a twang. Oh <laughs> okay, Yeah, Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I've I been I'm told always the Yeah, I've
2: been told that I have a seriously bad twang. Oh, well, I need too. I don't notice it that much, but everybody says, Oh yeah, it's there.
3: I started working when I like like I said, I'm a half hour away from Louisville and and I thought, okay, this, this isn't much difference. It's just a half hour. I'd get up there and nobody understood what I said half the <laughs> hour. Yeah. Nobody. I was like, oh, okay. that,
0: well, that got to me too, man. Because, you know, I went to school in Campbellsville, Kentucky, and then Bowling Green, Kentucky. And I've got <coughs> that nasally northern accent because I'm originally from Toledo, Ohio. And everybody would be like, ha, 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 you guys, I'm a girl. Don't say you guys. <laughs> just seriously. <laughs> it's, it's so mad like, shut up. How you doing? And then my mom would call and my mom, she's got a thick Michigan accent and she would call and leave a message. And everybody thought she was the mom from the Bobby's World cartoon. Cause she'd be like, Hey Stefan. <laughs> oh, Hey, how are ya? It's mom. Just wanted <laughs> to call and say, I love ya.
3: Don't you know? Don't you know? Oh, Bobby, don't well, you know? What were we talking about again? <laughs> where, where Ricky <laughs> grew
0: up. We, Cause we moved to nowhere. Neither of us were originally from here. Yeah. but yeah, yeah so growing up in a you know a small town like that what was that like for you
2: oh I probably wouldn't trade anything for it mm. wish I could go back and do some things again some of it I'm <laughs> different but no. I mean b- before I turned 16 the biggest about all we did in the summertime was haul hay cut tobacco and, and stuff like that to make any extra money and then when I turned 16 I went to work at a restaurant and would go to school, get off work, go to the restaurant, do the same. And then working at the restaurant, I sold the, that was where I sold the first drawing that I ever sold was there.
0: Oh, oh. well, that's a good segue into how yeah. did you get into art? Uh,
2: My mother was an artist and she had a friend that was an artist as well. And they pretty much started the arts guild for the county I live in. Oh, that's and old. they, they were my first art teachers and my mom's class. She, me and one of my cousins decided we were going to take it. And of course we got expelled from her, <laughs> from her class because we wouldn't shut up with laughing. So she, <laughs> she threw us out.
3: Oh man. Yeah. That's so we me and had, Lance we at the, church. Yeah. yeah. So
2: we got, yeah, we got kicked out of our first art classes and then she taught me at the house and then her friend, I took lessons from her and tried try. Of course she was better than my mom. My mom did this stuff. it's called Toll painting where you painted all these country flowers and stuff like that, and I, I hated <sighs> it.
1: And, and I, <laughs> couldn't,
2: I couldn't. I couldn't really do it. My mom could, but I couldn't. Uh, certain things I could do with it, but I was mainly you know back then everybody wanted to be if, if you if you were you were drawing or, or painting and stuff and everything in school. You of course you wanted to be Frank Rosetta. You wanted to be on the cover. Of yeah. A, oh, yeah, Hatch, yeah. You wanted to be on the cover of a Molly Hatchet album. Yeah, I yeah. Wanted, yeah. I, was, half, I was painting monsters and everything, and my mom was like, You need to quit doing that. You need to quit doing that. Oh
0: my paint,
3: it's, it's half it naked like half naked chicks riding a dragon. That's it's it's that sounds exactly like my my mother and my grandmother. Oh my it would drive my grandma crazy. I draw all these freaks of nature and monsters. <laughs> yeah. and she, why don't you draw anything pretty?
2: You, yeah, draw- you she would save everything that I that I would draw pretty much. So I've got like these Four big books of stuff that I've
0: drawn. Oh, that's she, so cool.
2: When she yeah. passed away, you you can look through this book and tell what was really big at the time. Like, uh-huh. mid 70s, Jaws was eating everything.
0: Oh, so, so your, awesome. your museum after you pass away one day is going to be yeah. awesome because it's going to have everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I'll
2: be there. Oh, yeah. You got, I went through the, the Jaws phase and then mm-hmm. uh, the Alice Cooper phase. Oh, there, Alice got, Cooper was oh on man.
3: <laughs> Alice Cooper, I've tried to model my life after that man. I know. Oh, we're that, still trying, he, we're still trying to get him on the
0: show because now yeah. I'm here in Phoenix. Alice, I know you're listening. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he
2: lives part time
0: here in Nashville, too. Oh, really?
2: And I've got, I've actually got a friend of mine that I work with. She's a photographer and she does. Uh, a lot of photography work for him uh she does some for kiss uh she knows knows alice cooper they know gene simmons uh they're real good friends with the basis for alice cooper and i've been after her for the past two three years to meet them
3: well hey i'm not i'm not trying to invite (coughs) myself over or anything but uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, no, I, you're hitting that, all of lance's happy yeah, Lance. buttons yeah oh okay oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that 70s glam rock stuff oh dude no yeah
2: now me and my little brother used to fight all the time over who was better alice cooper or kiss and, and i would tell him you know hey look if it wasn't for alice cooper you wouldn't have oh, you wouldn't, have, oh, you, a, you wouldn't have
0: anything
2: you know and the answer
0: the answer is meatloaf I like Meatloaf as well. <laughs> yeah, I okay. But he's not Alice Cooper. No, he's not. I, I, meatloaf
2: doesn't <laughs> i love Alice his own no. No. No, I am trying, trying to. I'm trying to think how many times I've actually seen Alice Cooper. Because we've been to see him every single time that he's been to Nashville since the first show that I ever went to. One of my cousins carried me to. It was on my birthday in 1975. May twenty fifth at Municipal Auditorium, it was the Welcome to My Nightmare tour. Oh, that, dude, that, that was the first one I ever got to see. Wow, that's oh,
3: lucky. And see, I have, oddly, oddly enough, the first time I ever saw him, <laughs> I saw him open for the Stones in like two thousand six. And like you know, the Stones, I love the Stones. Was Don't that up there
2: at, at uh, the Kentucky Derby,
3: Churchill Downs? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: we were going to go to the, to that one, but we didn't get to. I wound up having to work and couldn't go. Mm. Uh, but, but now we saw him. The, the next time I saw him, I, I went with one of my other cousins, was in 1981 at the fairgrounds in Nashville, where the racetrack is in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And it was the uh, Special
3: Forces Tour. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's when he was, like, on crack and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh,
2: me, me and him on the way home when we left, you know, and everything. I remember standing in line waiting for it to start. They, they, they were, I guess they were doing the sound check. They went into mm-hmm. clones. And the yeah. crowd yeah. went, just went ape, you know, trying to get in there. And they were pushing against the gate and everything to get in there. Yeah. And somebody uh, 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 uh. had... We thought that it that it wasn't really Alice Cooper. We thought it was an imposter because he looked so bad.
0: You're
3: talking about oh Alan, my, he, good I old mean, Alan Cooper. Skin, yeah. skin. <laughs> if you see pictures of him from that era, that like oh skin yeah, tight skin tight leather is hanging off of him. Oh yeah, and he, that's he, how thin he was. He looked anorexic
2: and everything. Yeah, it, and he, oh, he, uh, it was so funny. It was during the state fair, and. The, the local radio station here had started a rumor because the opening act for for that show was called the numbers. Mm-hmm. They started a rumor on the radio that the Rolling Stones had played in a, one of those underground clubs in Atlanta and they showed <laughs> up as the numbers. Oh wow. really? So they all started this rumor that the numbers were actually the Rolling Stones and they were going to come. Well, this place was absolutely jam-packed. They said it was the biggest crowd. <laughs> oh, my God. Even <laughs> for a record. And there was this this older man and woman behind us. And we got in there and we sat down. And they were like, who is this Alice Cooper? I don't know who this is. And one of the ladies says, Who is she? That's what they said. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy said, probably, well, it's Nashville. It's probably a a country singer. I've never heard of her. (laughs) When he came out, they just like, oh, and got up and (laughs) played
3: That's (laughs) hilarious. That's awesome.
2: the, The opening act was so bad. People were throwing beer cans at them. They were throwing oh. anything they could get their hands on. They were throwing at him. and
0: they, uh, they were sad. That I mean. reminds me my uncle, who's also a big metal head. That's where I got into everything. He told me a story of in the early 80s, he went to go see the Scorpions and uh, Bon Jovi opened for them. They have. Yeah. Yeah. And all these women, you know, of course, rushed to the stage. They were the only people there to see Bon Jovi because they didn't. I don't even think they had a single out yet, maybe one single or something like that. But they got booed off the stage from everyone else that was there. They didn't even finish the first song. My uncle said they were throwing beer cans at them and everything, and got them halfway through the first song, booted them off. And the Scorpions get on stage <laughs> and you go, "Yeah, we didn't really like them either. They're not going anywhere."
1: <laughs> oh
0: yeah, right. And now the Scorpions would probably open for Bon Jovi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Probably so it's like every day on the radio station in Nashville. They, you know, I was beginning to think maybe Bon Jovi had died or something because they were playing so much of his
0: stuff on the yes. radio. I was like, what is going on? I think yeah. they just put out like a new album recently and well, so they've that, been like
2: and he's getting a lot he's getting a lot of airtime on the news for all this charitable stuff that he's yeah. doing. Which yeah. is good. I mean Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of horror, um, yeah. <laughs> we, we, yeah. oh, sorry, that, that was entirely my fault. No, I'm totally okay with that. I was just saying Bon Jovi. Was See, you got me started,
2: you know, now. no, we oh, could yeah, talk
0: music. Great. We could talk rock and roll all day, man. That's that's what I'm telling you. That's why if you end up doing Lance's other show, it's the same thing, man. He'll talk rock till you're dead. Well, I, well so. I'll
2: save this one for, I guess for his show there, there, there was more to the Alice Cooper, the, the one at the fairgrounds. It was,
3: yeah, let's say let. Yeah, let's save it for the antagonist.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. I do want to ask you though about because um, you were already hitting on it <laughs> that if, already from the get go. You were interested in drawing horror, which means you had an interest in horror. And so, since yes. this is a horror show, how did you get interested into horror? Like, what was your gateway drug? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my mother. <laughs> really? And not wow. talk about your mother that way on this show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she,
2: my, my mother, you know, it's funny, you know, she told me for years before I actually, what, what, what I did was I, I got out of drawing all the monsters and everything because she she handed it into my head.
0: You know, <laughs> it,
2: you, you can't sell any of that stuff. You can't sell any of that stuff. You need to draw animals. You need to draw animals. <laughs> you need to draw You need to, you to, draw, need to draw
0: hotel pictures, essentially. Well, yeah. yeah.
2: So that's, for a long time, that's all I did. And then working at the engineering firm, there was a period of time that I was working so much at the engineering firm that I would come home at night and I'd been drawing there all day long. I just didn't feel like drawing anything.
0: Yeah, I get and that. And so
2: so I get start, you know, I start I started drawing all these animals and painting all these animals. And I, the upstairs of our house is full of all these animals that I've drawn and painted. <laughs> and, and well, she she got sick. Well, well, she got us started. Well, got me started. My other brothers are all into hunting and into sports.
0: And standard Tennessee.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I could care. I could care. I've got better things to do than to go yep. sit in 10 degree weather up in a tree and wait for a deer to walk by. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So oh, We prefer humans. Yeah. I will go fishing in a butthole if I think there's a fish in it. Now she was real big on the fishing so of course all of us were big on the fishing and still go fishing a lot but she was real big into the Stephen King books. Mm. She got me started reading the Stephen King books. And the two books that I remember the most that got me into it and of course we used to watch the you know the horror the old horror movies anyway but she got me to read Salem's Lot Oh, I love that mm. book. And and The Amityville Horror. Another one yeah. of my favorites. <laughs> those two, those two books scared me half to death because I yeah. think I was 12 13 years old when they came out. And but she got me started doing that. Well, she she got sick in 2009 and passed away. And so I just totally quit drawing any kind of animals or anything. For about a year, and because I'd been every now and then I'd pick, go to the like Barnes and Nobles or something, and I'd pick up a copy of The Walking Dead, right? Yeah, book, yeah, And I would start reading it. And of course, you know, we were real big on the George Romero zombie movies anyway. Oh yeah. yeah. So I, oh, I got yeah. to reading The Walking Dead, and then I got then well, you know, for like two or three years I'd been hearing, oh, they're going to do a TV show, they're going to do a TV show. It never happened, never happened, never happened. Well, then you know, two, two what two thousand one. Halloween night, it premiered, and I was like, "Wow, this is better than I ever thought." Or no, uh,
0: 2011, 2011. Yeah, 2011, 2011. 2011. Yeah, I remember. Yeah,
2: and I I decided to after after I watched a couple episodes of that, I started drawing some of the stuff, and the first picture I did was one of Daryl Dixon, and my daughter claimed it before (laughs) he got before I even got done with his face. Oh, that's mine. That's mine. And if you'll notice it's actually the original's hanging on the wall over there nice
0: and now now were you already doing mostly pencil art uh, you know or did the walking dead inspire you to move towards well that?
2: i started yeah i was doing a lot of pencil stuff you know whenever i would paint whenever i well not paint whenever i would do portraits for people of, of kids and you know their relatives they were always in pencil because right. i read painted animals and stuff better plus my wife says my pencil stuff is better than my paintings so (laughs) i I started doing that and now i've been started doing a little bit of stuff in color not a ton but i'm fixing to have to start doing i mean
0: i I will tell you i mean one of the reasons i reached out to you is just your pencil art is phenomenal it is i mean the shading is so well it almost creates color it's like it tells your brain exactly what to see it's pretty well pretty phenomenal
2: there's always somebody better out there. That's the bad thing. Sure. <laughs> you know, that, that's what I keep telling, you know, people, you know, they they're like, Well, you're not like any other artists I know. They're all conceited and and I'm like, well, the thing is, you know, there's no point in being like that because there's always somebody
0: out there better.
3: Agreed. Yeah, no, I agree. No, no matter what you're doing, there's always somebody you can Always,
0: there and you, That means you can always get better, too. It means yeah. you always have to. You know, I've, I've been to shows
2: where, there, where there's been guys that, that are, I thought, way better than me, but I, could, I outsold them. And one yeah. of the guys at the shows told me, he said, you know, the reason why you outsell everybody when you come, and I was like, what's that? And he says, because people like you. People don't like them. Yep.
0: I, I, I tell I people like, that oh. all the time, man, in any art, because I teach acting and improv and a bunch of other stuff. And I have to tell my students all the time, like, especially after like a show, I'm like, if someone says you did a great job, you say thank you. Like, oh, it yeah. makes a big difference. Because if you don't, they're going to think you're rude. They're not going to want to deal with you. I mean, it's like, there's... <laughs> <laughs> always yeah. engage the audience don't just go to the back room and get your stuff and go home go engage like yeah don't don't difference. be me don't be lance oh, don't go outside and smoke and get a <laughs> well, beer and
2: <laughs> had, you know i've i've had some of the celebrities tell me things you know kind of like the way i feel about it you know it's it's like you know i i, I would a lot of times you know I'll, I'll take one of these drawings or something that i've done and get them to sign it you know and I, and yeah. i know they're they're there to make money too but yeah they they you know I'll, I'll take one of those over to them and get them to sign it and, you know i'll say hey look you know if, if you'll sign three of these prints for me here i'll give you the original you know so i've gotten a lot of stuff that way
3: that's fantastic yeah <laughs> I, who have you uh gotten who have you've uh gotten to sign your word uh well let's see i got scott wilson
2: i've got ken Forey, i've got norman reedus i've got Lou temple i've Hung out with Lou Temple at two or three different shows, and nice. hung out with him. Got Gil Gerard, oh Eric Roberts, John
0: Reese Davies, Sid Hayes. <laughs> oh wow! Let me let me tell you my quick story about <laughs> Eric <laughs> Roberts. So you're talking? Are you you talking about the actor, right? Yes. Yeah. So I was on a plane to uh, from Albuquerque to Detroit, and uh, <laughs> the guy that sits next to me is Eric Roberts. And I know it's Eric Roberts because like, I am a Doctor Who fan, all kinds of different stuff. Like I know Eric Roberts growing up in the eighties. How can you not? And I'm just staring at him. And he just looks at me and he goes, I'm not who you think I am. And I'm like, yeah, you are. (laughs) I was like, you're Eric Roberts, man. And he's like, all right, you got me. We chit-chatted the whole rest of the way and he couldn't believe I knew his movies and we were talking and he's like, I don't normally do it. He bought me all my drinks. Oh, wow. And I'm like, why are you on Southwest? Like, what are you doing on here? I said, ain't you getting any of your sister's money? He's like, no, we don't talk very much. <laughs> I know one thing. He is crazy. He's he is crazy. nuts, man. <laughs> he's, yeah.
2: a, he's, a, he's a selfie-taking fool. He bought the original of him that I, that I drew of him. Uh, I was going to just, you know, hey, you signed three of these for me. And a lot of them go, hey, these ain't going to wind up being on eBay. I was like, no, because I'm going to tell you the names to put on them. They were like, well, What are you doing with them? I said, I'm giving them away to, for gifts to my nieces and nephews. And one of my oh, cousins, oh, that's awesome, come. man. That and is, he's like, yeah. he says, Well, since you're doing it that way, he said, Yeah, I don't mind doing that at all. So we did that. Well, Eric Roberts, he wanted to take selfies with me and all this stuff. And he wound up I was telling him about what I was going to do with ones of him that I got. And and I I told him I said I'm not going to sell any of these I said I'm giving these to a friend of mine that's wife has MS I'm going to give it give one of them to her, and then he said well here he goes I'm going to sign you about ten of them, and I'm going to buy the original from, you. and I was like okay, he's he's like what do you take for this original I said I, uh, fifty bucks since you're signing ten of fifty bucks because you mm-hmm. know he was charging thirty that's uh, you know close to two hundred dollars worth of stuff and I thought yeah. Like, yeah 50 bucks and he's like no he said that's not <laughs> enough he said that's not
1: enough <laughs> and i'm like
2: i was like 75 and i'm not taking any more." and he's like okay i'll do that so that's hilarious that. but, yeah one
0: yeah. uh you know how uh you know robert kirkman's from kentucky and, yeah. uh, and i went to a convention in lexington long before god this had to be like 2006 or 2007. And uh, so this is before his show and all kinds of stuff like that. This is even before he left like Marvel and them. Um, So anyways, he was there and I was the last person in line. I just wanted to shake his hand. I didn't have any money. I had already spent my money. Um, not thinking and so I get in talking to him and he's like oh you don't want anything signed I was like oh man sorry I don't have any money he's like oh okay and we just got talking and because I'm an improviser comedian I got him laughing and rolling we were joking about all kinds of stuff and uh, he said "All right, here's the deal he says I'll I'll sign any two things that you want me to if you introduce me at the Q&A session here in an hour (laughs) and so I was like hell yeah and so he gave me some little things that he wanted me to do and say and then I went out there and introduced him, but yeah, he signed the two comics that I had just bought that day two Walking Dead comics, or no, one Walking Dead comic and one um, Brit comic.
3: Stefan always just walks into this stuff. (laughs) You know, me, I'm lucky if I could get you know, I'm lucky if I could get my mother to say hello to me. <laughs> That's because when you yeah. talk to people, you're like, eh,
0: eh, eh, dee, 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 dee. and I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? What do you want to do? <laughs>
2: <I'm Yeah>. like, <laughs> well, I, I guess probably the funnest person we got to hang out with was, and they're, they're not even a horror stuff, uh, Gil Gerard. Yeah. <laughs> Gil Gerard's hilarious. And we thought he didn't like us because, I mean, he – He's got a potty mouth on him now. I can tell you that. (laughs) He he cussed us up one side and down the other one. And and, I was like, I told that buddy of mine that I was with that does the Monster Magazine. I said, man, I don't know if that guy, I don't know if he likes us or not. And so he got up to go get something to eat. So we asked his wife, we were like, hey, does he not like us or something? And she's like, oh no, he likes y'all. And I was like, are you sure? He sure is talking pretty rough at us. And she goes, no. <laughs> he he likes y'all because he says the more y'all dish it out to him, I mean the more he dishes out to y'all, y'all are dishing it right back at him. Yeah. He he's th- hanging out with his brothers. Yeah, that's <laughs> the way that's the way I
0: like it too. You just gotta call him fuck Rogers at that point. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is the
3: name of the <clears throat> corner probably.
0: <laughs> well, <that> he, yeah. <laughs> I
2: mean, is. But yeah, he was pretty fun. Uh Lou Temple from The Walking Dead was pretty fun.
3: Mm-hmm. Did you ever meet uh, any of the uh, like uh, Ben Chapman, who uh, portrayed the creature from the Black Lagoon? No,
2: I did else? not. But I, I got to talk to Riku Browning on the phone. Huh? Oh. But he, when we did uh, the Monster Magazine, did the interview with him. He uh, had had real bad health problems, and his oh. son his son had to help him. But it sounds like he's doing real good now because he's back oh. on the circuit. And I'm really. Going to shows, uh, I guess before the COVID hit. And hopefully he's still, yeah. I want to get him to sign, you know, one of the copies of that magazine. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, Ben Chapman passed away before we could ever, you know, get anything yeah. for him. But, you know, and as far as like nice goes, I would have to say the nicest person I ever came across like that was George Rivero. Oh, really? He was awesome. I Awesome.
0: what a, what an absolute shame that he still does not have a star on the walk of fame. It is uh, that,
3: that, it's a it, uh, yeah. It's yeah. A
0: it's the dumbest thing cuz I you know I've seen <laughs> other stars on the walk of the fame and I'm like, really?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah, I mean you know, if, he, if, he created the modern zombie.
0: If it yeah. was yeah, i was going to say if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't
2: have <clears throat> the walking dead, you wouldn't yeah, yeah. then you wouldn't have there's a lot of stuff you wouldn't have.
3: Cuz I was watching something just the other day where uh you know, he did. He cre- he single-handedly created the modern zombie because yeah. before then, any zombie film it all had to do with voodoo. Yeah, yeah it was always because that's it,
0: it, where the term came from. Yeah, it was and more Living of a control, dead a mind was almost control. always vampires. Yeah. I mean, look at the Last Man on Earth. They're technically zombies, but they're vampires. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Which that movie's great too. Oh, it's one of my favorite black yeah. and whites of all time is Last yep. Man on Earth. I watched that. It every that's year. a price, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Such yeah. a great yeah. it's oh, a, yeah, of it's all great. the I am legend covers, that's yeah. my favorite one. Yeah. 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 Let's I mean, talk really, a little what, bit about Will Smith wasn't bad. No, wasn't bad. And I love Charlton Heston's The Mayda Man, Maid I love Maid. it. But I just man, there's something special about Last Man on Earth. Vincent <clears the>
2: Price. <throat> I mean it's yeah. Yeah
0: playing a very unique role like yeah i think that's why i like it so much
3: <laughs> let's uh let's talk about uh monster magazine a little bit though uh, okay yeah because uh i i, I just I, honestly i <laughs> i i'm sorry to say this i've just heard about it you know uh from uh you know hearing we were going to interview you and about I, I gotta say i'm already signing up to get my issues because it For a a monster kid like me, you know, growing up, this would have been my holy grail.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, we kind of wanted it to be like famous monsters. Yeah. Right. Which everyone knows. To the the old school monsters. Yeah. Uh, And then we had a, uh, we're going to be doing a special edition of it that was going to have some newer stuff in it. Mm -hmm. It was going to be for the, I don't know if you ever heard of this one or not. In Nashville, they have the Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Festival. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. We were going to do a special edition for that show with, that had interviews with everybody that was going to be there, had some artwork from everybody that was going to be there uh, that I had done. And I was going to do another cover for it and talk about some of the movies. And I think there was going to be a, like a retrospect on Sid Haig. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and of course, you know,
3: the COVID ruined that. Yeah.
2: But,
3: like yeah, with like, with everything else. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
2: I know. We, we started kicking around the idea of doing that several years ago and it didn't actually we didn't actually start doing it until last year. And the only thing that I do for it is is I do the covers. That's the only mm-hmm. thing that I do because I'm not a writer. Right. <laughs> I'm a writer. <laughs> I tell somebody a story and they can write it down for me, but I, I can't, you know, sit down and and write it out. But uh, we we it was it was me and my cousin and his next-door neighbor, which is a friend of ours, mm-hmm. um, I said, man, why, why don't we do like an, like an old-school monster magazine? One said this is about two years before he actually did it. And they were all like, well, that's a dumb
1: idea.
2: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, Thanks, buddy. <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay, okay, y'all. And and I was sitting there thinking to myself, well, I shot that down real fast. <laughs> yeah. And then... Couple of years later, they one of them was like, "Well, why why don't we you know go back and talk about this magazine again?" And I said, well, "I thought it was a dumb idea." <laughs> <laughs> so we got to talking about it. We decided to do it, and I mean, it hadn't sold a ton of copies or anything, and I, I think mainly because it's it's we hadn't found I guess it's the right vehicle to promote it. Mm-hmm. or at least my buddy hasn't found the right vehicle to promote it. Now I will take the copies of them and take them to the shows and yeah. I usually sell some every show I go to, I usually sell some and, but, uh, it's hard for him to get out and, and do the shows because like I said, his wife has MS mm, and yeah. she has to have somebody pretty much there with her. So yeah, if it's, yeah. if it's a close by one, he'll go with me, um, but but usually mainly it's just me trying to promote it and we try to promote it on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and of course Twitter. I mean it's really hard to promote anything on Twitter anymore. Yeah. Because you know used to I could you know now if I I probably still could if I drew a Walking Dead picture and right, posted right. it on there I'd get a bazillion likes like I used to but now you know I went to a couple of Walker stalkers. Well I went to one big Walker stalker like third year they had it down in Atlanta and did mm-hmm. better than I ever thought about doing. Sold a lot of stuff. That's where I got to meet most of the people that I've met from the show. Uh, some of them were pretty nice, some of them not so nice. Uh, but, you know, it, it, I think if I could take it down there, it might do something, uh, but it's it's hard to promote it, you know, especially
0: now with the COVID mess going on. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> well, we'll be oh, sharing the heck. Out oh, of it definitely, as we are huge fans of the old school monsters. Oh, yeah, huge,
2: huge. Fans. They did. Oh. We did. We did a big Colchak
3: issue about the night. Stalker. Yes, I love Night Stalker. And it, <laughs> it's
0: so ridiculous. It that was produced. Out. That was Kol,
3: Kolchak, He was. That was produced by. Uh, <laughs> it was the guy who did uh, Dark Shadows, wasn't it? Uh, I'm that Oh I'm Dan, sure. what is his name? Dan something. Dan Curtis. Dan Rice. Dan, K- Curtis. Dan Curtis. Dan Curtis. So yeah. is
0: Dan Curtis the one that did like the Dracula movie and stuff too? Is yeah. That what you're yeah. About? Okay.
3: Yeah. It's with. So cool. uh, I can't think of the actors now. You're my number one. Yeah. Guy. I Push know. up guy. Jack Palance. Jack. Palance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: yeah it,
2: guy, uh, it turned out to instead of a magazine, it's almost like a like a like a book, and. And we thought it was, we thought out of all of the, I mean, we even got a, uh, there's a comic book artist, artist does covers named Sterling Clark. I don't know if you've ever heard that name. He, uh, he did a, he, we, it had three different covers on it. I did one, Sterling Clark did one, and, and Vance, the guy that publishes the magazine, did one. So we had three, I guess we could say <laughs> very covers for it. And I mean, we had interviews with, we had an interview with the last surviving member of the cast that's on there oh wow we, I mean we, we, they talked to a lot of different people on it and we thought it was going to really do good and it wound up it, it hasn't sold very well at all
1: hmm and that, that was sucks. that
2: and then we got the new there's a new Frankenstein issue out now that we're still waiting on the people that actually print the magazines which we had to order last month to be ready for a show this past weekend one little one-day show still hadn't got them and now we've got oh. once a one-day show in in the town i live in in columbia in december and i hope they're done by then
0: yeah well i mean you know not to talk politics which we hate you and it's sad that this is even considered politics but <laughs> it's hopefully it's looking like a vaccine's coming and Hopefully we can get back because I know we're ready to start hitting the the con circuit. Um like yeah. I said, Keith is wanting to get us out there plus our paranormal one and I'm wanting to hit West Coast, Lance can hit East Coast and some things like that. And um, you know, cause we've made so many friends through this show and the other show. Yeah. And uh, I, I and I know for you guys, man, so a lot of times this, this is your lifeblood and I really want to see that get back because, oh, yeah, it's great. We can watch on video you do in your Q&A, but I don't get to go up to you and have you sign something, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. Things, you know, January and February this year were turning out really good for me. And then all of a sudden when the COVID hit, I had, I had several things that people were wanting me to do. I had a lot of commissions set up ready to go and everybody backed out because they were afraid their jobs were going to end. Yeah. and yeah. A couple of them I've heard back from. And I finished up one this past week. I don't know if y'all saw it on Facebook, the, the big Universal monster drawing. Yes, oh, yeah, yes. I, I, we, were, we, we
3: were discussing that
0: earlier. That's that. So that's the one, you know, like that I first kind of started noticing your work with and stuff. And I sent this to Lance, and I said, Lance, we got to get this guy on here. Yeah, he's, he's oh, our beautiful. kind of guy.
3: <laughs> beautiful, it's, it's, beautiful it's work incredible
0: man. Like that I'm, that collage is like it's just
3: it's it has such a oh man. <laughs> just has such a flow to it. Yeah, oh, man, oh. it's so good. Well, the, guy,
2: the guy that I did that with for, he he really, really loved it. And I told him, I said, well, I'm sorry I'm bringing it to you. And I cut up uh cardboard box that came off an air conditioning unit because I didn't have anything <laughs> big enough to put it in. So yeah. I had to cut some cardboard up and make something out of to put that thing in. <laughs> he showed it to everybody he showed that, that show that day. They were like, oh, wow, I love it, I love it. And I, I carried some prints of that up there and it did, did okay up there. But you know, pe- people were starting to buy are starting to buy stuff that are actually coming to these little one day shows, but it's nothing like a big three day show when you've got yeah. a pretty good guest, you
0: know? Cause yeah, I know that's what I do. A lot of times day one, I scope everything out. Like that's what I do. Day two, I hit up like, like, the, the big to do's, but I'm also spending the ha- the other half of the day hitting up all the small tables. And then Sunday I've already went to the ATM and decided who I was buying from. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like that was my plan at every three day then
2: A lot of times on the last day, you know, people like, well, hey, I'll, I'll cut you a deal. You know, if you wanna buy this, you know, I might throw this in. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: <laughs> I, I,
2: I've done I've done that a lot. I, I went to a show with the show that Eric Roberts was at was a Doctor Who show, and that's that's basically all it was was Doctor Who. Yeah. So my wife was like, "Well, hey, you're going to a Doctor Who show. Don't you think you need to have some Doctor Who prints?" And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, mm, that, that might be a good idea." Some you know, Daleks so.
0: and all. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. Like my yeah. wife and I, our wedding was a Doctor Who
3: themed. Oh, okay. well, and I'm very I, anti-Doctor Who. <laughs> you shot
0: <well>,
2: <laughs> I, I I don't watch it. I mean, I can't say I don't like it, but I can't say that I love it either because I've really never watched it. So I asked that buddy of mine that does Monster Magazine. He's a big Doctor Who fan. I asked him, I said, well, I, hey, I said, Eric Roberts is going to be there. I said, I'm I said, I'm already going to do one of him. And I, I told him, I was like, don't laugh at me if I'm wrong. But wasn't he the master in the Doctor Who movie? And he said, yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's so, all I'm he did. And I said, <laughs> Who are the top in your opinion are the top four doctors?
0: <laughs> now, it almost depends on what age the person you're asking is, too.
2: Well, he told me, uh, Tom Baker, yep, Peter Capaldi, Matt Smith.
0: And I can't think of what the other. One is. Probably David Tennant. Yeah. David David Tennant. Yeah. Those so four. Now I'm see now I'm old school because I used to watch it in the 80s. I used to watch it on PBS <clears throat> during the Tom Baker era and the later ones and stuff like that. So when I got into Doctor Who, the new Doctor Who, I was already cultured in the old stuff. So like, um, like people always like when they ask me who my favorite doctors are, and half of them at least are from the old school, they're like, Who? Who's that? And I'm yeah. like, <sighs> like, because I <laughs> like the old, like, I mean, I like the old school stuff and the new, because it's all Who's f- giant universe. Yeah. I mean, it is all connected and it's absolutely. Has he been in a Harry Potter movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's David Tennant. Yeah. He was, you know, when he Potter. first
2: showed me a picture of Tom Baker, I was like, that's not Tom Baker. I was like, who is that? I said, hey, he said, well, who do you think it is? I said, it looks more like Naughty Holder from Slade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: That's hilarious. Tom man. Baker's the one with the scarf, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason. I just our, know the one with the scarf. Well, that's what we did.
0: Our hand fasting was done with okay. uh, the fourth doctor's scarf. Okay. So. I, all
2: right. Ho- hopefully y'all are going to side with me on this one, but I, I have to ask y'all a question.
0: Because oh. I'm hoping
2: that uh, out, out of all of the actors that have played Ebenezer Scrooge, this, this is a oh, fight man. that we have every year.
3: Now, are we talking but, just straight but, but, up but, Christmas? Sorry. Like, Scrooge doesn't doesn't count. Yeah,
2: well, it, like between uh, George C. Scott as Scrooge. Ooh, it's okay. a good one. Alistair Sim is Scrooge from the 50s. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, let's see what I got. George C. Scott, Alistair Sim, and we'll say Michael Caine.
0: I was going to say Michael Caine because he's my favorite. <laughs> see, I, uh, those I, are the
3: Muppets, I, man. I love the I'm gonna Muppets. Go, I'm going to go George C. Scott. <laughs> but, yeah, I would have to say George C. Uh, like, well,
2: y'all, y'all have to edit that out. My favorite. Uh, <laughs> Alistair Sim is Scrooge.
0: That's so funny, and it. I guess you know, at the end of the day, it probably all depends on whichever one you grew up with, or the one you watched the most, and things like that.
3: I grew, I grew up with the uh, Disney one, with yeah, the, Duck, so I've yeah, yeah no, that's my okay, that yeah. is <laughs>
0: that is legit. Mickey's Christmas Carol is my favorite. That yeah, is, he and so Scrooge. that would be so Alan, y- that would be Alan Young, <laughs> so because he's the one that did. Well, Scrooge I was really Duck hoping that y'all,
2: I, I was really hoping that y'all would say Alistair Sims so I could rub it oh. in his face, but I guess that's where well, let's go, go back, and we'll do yeah, it again. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> yeah you
3: just lie. Just lie. It gets you out of anything. I'll tell you what,
0: though. I will this year, Christmas, I'll watch that version for you. Yeah, me too, definitely. Yeah, watch, I like watch, watch
2: version with Alistair Sam. It, it's, I mean, it's, to me, the be
0: There's a lot of good, I, it's one of my favorite stories. I've even, I've been in a musical version, um, of that, where I played the ghost Christmas present. No surprise, I was big and six foot five. So, <laughs> but, uh, but I love a Christmas Carol. I mean,
3: it's one of my favorite.
0: Oh stories. yeah, we
3: All we, time. we we used to uh, when I was younger, we'd always go down to uh, Actors Theater and see it. hmm And yeah. I was always like, because because I was so obsessed with you know monsters and stuff, always looked forward. Well, it's to cool. It. When I was little, the
2: ghosts always scared me. When I was a kid, oh, for sure. The only
3: the only one that scared uh, the only because I always dug the Ghosts of Christmas uh, Future. The only one that scared me was the Scrooged one, where it lifts up the the... Uh, oh, from Scrooge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He lifts it up and there's like... Joe Murray. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is a good
0: one. Um, there <laughs> it is the TV for... A- when, uh, when I did it, when I did the musical version in Toledo, um, we had uh, Wanton Ignorance was played by these two twin blonde girls that look straight up out of the village of the damned. And we <laughs> did their makeup like zombies and stuff. And so I came out. I have this massive cape and they people don't even know that they're under there because it's so big like I'm walking and then there's a point I say want and then ignorance and they're like bah!
3: like it was creepy
0: as shit man I, like, I
3: remember I remember seeing an animated version in school when I was in elementary school and uh yeah, they depicted them like demonic looking and stuff. Oh, yeah, you know, they like are. Want, I mean, it's want yeah.
0: ignorance. I mean, they're essentially a four horseman type. <laughs> yeah. What, Rick, like Ric Flair and. Like, no, not the same. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: Hey now, I didn't get y'all off on Christmas now. Oh yeah. man, we
3: can, I love horror. We love horror Christmas. <laughs> That's the only type of Christmas I like, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. We like, were just talking today about
0: what movie we're going to review for our Christmas episode. So, Krampus. <laughs> nah, we did that a long time ago. We're gonna do. Oh, okay. um, we're gonna do Christmas evil.
3: So, what was that? Like
0: 70. What did we find out that was 80 or 81 or something?
3: I'm pretty sure. I I don't. It came up before Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, it did. It was right before Silent Night, Deadly Night. And it's a murderous Santa. Is
2: it it Tales from the Crypt, maybe, that has the old Tales from the Crypt that's got the movie version? Yeah. Yeah, there's a movie version where Santa Claus is a killer from the. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. It, I think you're right. Or is it Black Christmas
3: or... Well, Black but, Christmas no, but, is
0: not Santa, but that is like one of the first slasher flicks for sure.
3: Black Christmas is the one where there's the prank caller to, saying he wants to give fellatio to uh, Margaret Kidder. Yeah, Margot Kidder. <laughs> yeah, Margot Kidder, yeah. I'm
2: trying to think. There's a, there's a... For some reason, I'm thinking it was on the cover of a Famous Monsters. It's it a picture of a... Uh, a grungy i guess a street santa claus choking i think karen black or somebody well i mean a that'd telephone be a cord.
0: it might be cuz it, it's an
2: old movie
0: it, it's probably it's probably tells from the crypt might be cuz that came out in 1972 i'm looking at it I right now i think that's it yep all through the house oh yeah cuz it is yeah. christmas eve yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right um but it's... i think it was chloe franks is who the actress was?
2: Okay, I, for some reason I was thinking Karen Black. Maybe I'm thinking well, about you're thinking trilogy of, of terror. voodoo <laughs> <the> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love trilogy Karen of terror. A
3: Another a Dan Curtis Christmas. production too. Yes, but uh, Karen Black is
0: in Black Christmas, so it's her. And <laughs> okay, are the leads? Karen, in, uh,
3: Karen Black isn't in Black Christmas, is she? Yes, I thought so.
0: <sighs> I don't think Karen Black's in Black Christmas. No, no, I was thinking of someone else. Never mind. Okay. Forgive me. I know a friend of (laughs) mine. Do you remember the little
2: voodoo doll in uh, *Trilogy of Terror* that, that at the end, kills Karen Black and she's standing, sitting there on the floor with a knife? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A a buddy of mine has got a a figure of that doll that's about a foot tall. Oh my God. He had, I didn't know he had it and he he was renting an apartment at my cousin's house and I had to go up there to do something for him. I was going to run up there and get something. Well, I opened up the doors and started up them stairs <coughs> and that doll was on a cabinet and it looked like it was standing at the top of the <laughs> stairs. And oh I my that God. Door, you know, all you could see was when you, when you look up, you couldn't see what it was sitting on. It looked like it was just standing at the top of the steps. And oh I was like, my God. Oh <laughs> no, my, my God. Yeah.
0: Oh to God, no,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would run. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I love trilogy of terror, and that's when you know you've found good friends. When they're like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: just like Thanksgiving day. I remember like Thanksgiving day, after we all ate, you know, Thanksgiving dinner and everything. Me, my cousin that's part of Monster Magazine, and a couple, my two of my bro, no one of my brothers and a couple more of my cousins. We all took off to the theater to go see Creep Show. Oh, oh man! I really man. Creep Show.
3: Have you checked out the uh, the television series? Yes. It's and yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I watched it over <laughs> the week. Yeah, I binged it over yeah, the week. Yeah, I, I just know, watched the, the.
2: I have. Uh, I haven't seen the second any of the second season yet. I just watched
0: the animated one that they just. Yeah, did. I watched That's the animated great. one too. And they're there apparently going to be doing like a Christmas episode that mm-hmm. I'm super yeah. pumped about. Yeah. Okay, I want to watch those too. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I love creep. The creep show movies are the best. Like, I mean, I mean, how could you go wrong with George Romero and Stephen King? I mean, yeah.
2: Oh no, you can't. You can't. He
3: uh, he originally oddly, and I'm gonna bring it back to I'm gonna call back to Alice Cooper from earlier, but the original vision of the It mini series for television. Uh-huh. King wanted Romero to direct it, and he wanted Alice Cooper to be Pennywise.
0: Really, that would have been yeah. pretty cool. That yeah. would have been awesome. Yeah, and so it's funny you saw Creepshow one because I saw Creepshow two at the theater. So I was like eight, and my brother snuck me in, and I was so scared of the swimming scene where the black ooze is coming up. And I oh, lived. Yeah. In, I lived in toledo which is right on the michigan line michigan has a million lakes that we would go swimming in so they always had those wood raft floaty things and i was like if i saw one i was like i am not swimming today (laughs) for years
2: (laughs) (laughs) god and let's gosh we used to go see you know back in then that when when i was a kid we used to be able to walk my cousin lived about a mile and a half from the movie theater in town and back then They used to show every Friday night, they would show horror movies. And we would walk from his house at midnight to the movie theater and watch scary movies and then walk back home. Oh, I I wouldn't let a kid do that. You know, we were like 12 years old, 13 years old doing it.
0: Yeah.
2: And... It was it was great. That's where I, I saw Dawn of the Dead in '79 at midnight oh, movie. Oh man! God,
0: I would have been so
1: scared. And, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. So weird. They had uh, the the they had just split the theater there in half. It used to be one big screen. One side they had Last House on the Left. The other oh. side they had Dawn of the Dead.
0: Well, I hope. So we decided on the we left, on the left. left. Yeah, yeah.
3: We, yeah.
2: We were like what, we were like, what's what's this? Dawn of the Dead. We hadn't heard of it, you know. So we decided we were going to go see Last House on the Left. So we go in there and see Last House on the Left, and it was awful. I mean, it was terrible. (laughs) The guy guy that owned the theater said, "Hey, look, y'all. I know y'all didn't like this movie. I I know most of you hated it. But here's what I'm going to do. If you want to go over to the next theater and watch Dawn of the Dead, we will show it again."
3: Oh, that's cool.
2: we were like, okay, well, we will do that. Well, I had forgotten to tell my mother that I was spending the night at my cousin's house. So she comes looking for us. You know, she you know, goes to his house. They all, his, his dad was like, well, they're down at the theater watching movies. So she comes to the theater, and she knows the people that own the theater. Well, he's like, yeah, they're in there watching a movie. And She's like, well, I want to go in there and, and get them. So we... You know, not everybody stayed to watch the movie. So me and him were hunkered down down front watching the movie. And we didn't know it, but she comes in and sits down in the seat behind us. And we're sitting there watching the movie. And the, scene, the scene where, you know, it just really technically started. The scene where they kick open the door. Woolly kicks open the door and he blows the guy's head open. Yeah. Well, he kicked open the door and he blew his head apart. She reached up and grabbed us both by the back of the head. Oh and man, popcorn and Cokes went everywhere, and everybody in the theater just busted out laughing
1: at us. And the guy that's on the theater, we gonna hear him laughing.
0: He yeah, I love that. Shit. That's one of and the things I, that I love about COVID right now is because all these main movies aren't coming out, so they're putting all these like old movies in. Like, I just took my nephew to go see Ghostbusters at a theater, and it was, we had, like, it was just us and one other couple on Halloween night, like, watching Ghostbusters, and then, like, they had all these horror movies and all this stuff, and so, like, you're getting to see these old movies again, because there's not theaters that are running old movies anymore, and which is, of course, a dream of mine. I would love to just have a theater that just plays old horror movies. Yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: that'd really be cool. I know I carried my daughter here I guess a year or so ago maybe two years ago one Friday the 13th at midnight at the theater here in town they were going to play the, they played the original Friday the 13th
1: mm-hmm.
2: well I carried my daughter and a friend of hers and that my buddy of mine carried his son to the theater to see the original Friday the 13th you know and we saw that movie in the theater and ran all the way home because it scared the crap out of us they laughed all the way through the whole movie <laughs>
0: oh I mean, yeah this is
2: no, this sucks.
0: I was like, man, I was like twelve or thirteen, and I convinced my uh, my friend's mom to let me and his son, who's still one of my best friends, to let us go see Jason Goes to Hell. And um, she walked in, and this was back; she could say, "Oh, I pay for my kids' tickets," and so we got to go in there, and that was a lot more gory in a lot of ways because it had that yeah. guy who melted and all kinds yeah. of stuff like that. And Paul and I held hands, like, cause we were so scared. (laughs) But the best for me, which is I'm always surprised how much I love horror movies. Cause I had to be like three, three years old. And um, so that would have been like 82. And they were showing at the drive-in Rudolph and Frosty's 4th of July, right? The Rankin and Bass 4th of July with Rudolph and Frosty. My dad took us to go see that. Well, the Toledo ones where they have the the screens back to back. So there was always something on the other screen behind you. Well, my dad had this old like Sanford and Son type truck but it was green and uh, that's what he had and we're watching it and I kept looking at like the side mirror and the rear view to see what was going on on the movie behind. And it was a zombie movie, one of those Italian zombie movies, maybe like Zombie 2 or something along those lines. Uh. I haven't found which one it is yet, but there was a point where there was the exact truck that my dad had in this movie. And I'm looking and I'm like, oh, my God, that's just like our truck. Oh, my God. And then, of course, they get out of the car and the zombies just rip them apart. <laughs> and I scream because I'm thinking that they're going to come to this truck and get us and all this stuff. My dad was like, it's just a movie. <laughs> I was like, get me out of this truck. Are I- you screaming at Rudolph? <laughs> yeah, he had no oh idea. <laughs> I was fun. watching the zombie movie the whole time. <laughs> Man. Oh, man. That's funny. <sighs> well, uh, oh, we're, we're just about almost out of time. Um, but I talk. wanted to give you a chance to kind of like, you know, share, you know, kind of anything you got coming up, where they can find you online and stuff like that. Because we very much want people to be able to find you where they can yeah. find Monster Magazine and all of that.
2: OK, uh, well, you can find the uh, Monster Magazine would be at VanceCapleyArt.com. Uh, you can order copies from there. Uh, I think you can get them from Lulu, and I think you can get them from Kablam. Uh, as far as the magazine goes, I, I think that's what his website is. W. Vance, hang on a second.
0: It's uh, VanceKapleyArt dot dot
2: Yeah, I can't remember what it is. Got <laughs> yeah, a... So the Wix, the Wix site. What <laughs> yeah, is so it is. is? But mine. Uh, Yeah, and you can find him through my uh, Facebook page and Twitter page. I'm on the pencil art of Ricky Blaylock on Facebook and Twitter. Don't have a web page anymore.
0: You don't really need one anymore, to be honest. Yeah, (laughs) it really
2: really wasn't worth the cost it was costing me because I might actually sell you know, maybe a print a month, you know, and it, it just wasn't worth the trouble. And hopefully... Now, we're going to be doing, like, a little one-day thing here in Columbia, Tennessee on December the 19th. Don't think anybody listening will be able to probably make that one,
0: unless they want to fly into Nashville and come down. You'd be surprised, yeah. Well, we don't even have to fly (laughs) from Louisville, because Louisville, it's, uh, what, an hour, (coughs) two hours to get to Nashville? It's not far at all.
2: Yeah, but then it's another, well, it took me right at four hours to drive it when I went up there.
0: Yeah, so it's like going to a yeah, from Yeah, pretty it, much.
2: About, four, yeah. about a four-hour drive. But we'll be there, and hopefully sometime, I, I don't know if they've got the date set yet for it or not, but the Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Festival mm-hmm. um, is going to be sometime in April this year, and they're hoping to get that back like it used to be, all in one location where it'll be better. I'm supposed to be going to that. Depends on. I guess that all depends on how the COVID stuff goes. Yep. Uh, but as of right now, there's not a whole lot going on. Uh, if you wanted, you know, most everything I've done is on uh, the Facebook page, "Pencil Art Ricky Blaylock." Um, if you message, uh, send me a message on that. If you're interested in an original or a print, you know, we'll we'll talk about it through there. Uh, but. I mean, right now, there's there's not a whole lot happening.
0: Yep, well, we are definitely telling people go, especially holiday yep. season. We have a lot of listeners that love monsters okay. of all ages, that like we've seen your Jason Prince, as yep. well as okay. your Universal stuff.
3: That's right, all four of you who all listen f- to this. You go, shut up, you <laughs> shut <laughs> up. But we have a lot of
0: Universal <laughs> Monster fans, and so I yep, wanted to yes. ask you real quick, before we got out okay. of here, your top three, top three favorite Universal Monsters.
2: You had to choose. Okay. The creature from the Black Lagoon is number one, of course.
0: Woo-woo! Ah, that's Lance's.
2: The wolf man is number two. Nice. And then probably Frankenstein.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that Frankenstein monster is my with, favorite. With a close
2: with a close, close fourth would be the mummy.
0: The mummy, yeah. What I, about I, what about what about Bela, man?
2: Come on. I, I like Bela, but I'm not a big dracula fan or, or, or dracula, <laughs> right everybody says that i don't say dracula i say dracula dracula, <laughs>
1: dracula.
2: And they all say that i don't say zombies i say zombies zombies, zombies is better zombies. i'm more scared yeah, yeah, I, like, of yeah, I
3: like that better i'm more zombies. scared of, of a zombie
2: they, they make fun of me because of the way i pronounce stuff you know uh they ask me all the time hey, if you have a car wreck, Ricky, and you have to go to the hospital, what comes and gets you? And I'm like, I don't know, the first responders? (laughs) And they're like, oh, what's, what's the vehicle called? I'm like, I ain't saying it. (laughs) <laughs> ambulance. Well, it an ambulance! It's not
3: ambulance. An ambulance. It's an
2: ambulance.
3: Well, I've lived, I've li- I lived in
0: Kentucky essentially since 1994. So I'm, I'm more of a Kentucky than anything. But being back around my family already, I'm picking back up my northern accent. But they would give me so much hell. Like, whenever I'd go home, because I had picked up so much of that Kentucky accent. And then, of course, like I always laughed because they'd go, Where are you from? You got a weird accent. And I'm like, Oh,
2: yeah. When I worked for that engineering firm that I used to work at a long time ago, we had to go to Erie, Pennsylvania one time. And we stayed up there for about four weeks. And we always ate at the same restaurant in the morning <laughs> called. The, I guess it was like the northern version of Waffle House, but it was called the Green Shingle. The
3: Green Shingle. That it sounds. That sounds, that, that sounds very unappetizing. That sounds like a low budget a film too. The food,
2: the food there was. The food there was really good, but man, that they made. They poked a lot of fun at everybody that, that, that went with us. You know, there was like four of us that went up there. They poked fun at everybody, but they really had a field day with me.
0: Oh, I so like, what did you say? Say that again. Say that, that, again. that, you know, and that, ha- like I said, it happens everywhere because it happened to me when I moved to Kentucky. Everybody would make me say stuff, but it always happens when, you know, Southerners come up to, you know, Toledo. It would have, I mean, it's just so funny. And when we had the, the foreign exchange kid from England in college, everybody was like, say this. <laughs> say corrupted. Say yeah, you know, we had a guy,
2: we had a guy that was from, from England that moved here when he was a kid. You know, we, we ran around with him and you know he's been here now probably 40 years and he's pretty much lost his English accent. Yeah you know, last time I saw hmm. him and he's in the above all things he wound up being a Tennessee state trooper.
0: Oh wow <laughs> <laughs> He, well, he I mean, you know that the, the Southern accent really kind of comes from Elizabethan English. They say that there's still pockets of people in Eastern Kentucky that have really separated themselves from the world that still kind of have that accent. Okay, like that. Uh, well, you,
2: talk, accent. you talk to him now, and he pretty much, we sound like, man, you sound just like a redneck now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happened to me because you emulate, and you, like, went in Rome, you know what I mean? And, like, when I was in high school and college, I really... Doug, but then i got into college and i got into acting and so i kind of found that middle of the road accent but yeah for a long time my accent was thick like and everyone back home was like what happened to you <laughs> <laughs> well ricky this has been an
3: absolute blast yes man. thank you sir thank, right, you, wait, thank you thank you
2: didn't talk yeah. a whole lot about art but we talked enough uh we did oh well, we I, th- did. I think
3: we got all the bases covered we,
0: yeah for sure man yeah. if you if you get out if cons get back up and you get out towards the southwest hit me up i'd love to get some coffee with you sometime man yeah all, all right wrong. but yeah thank all you we're right. gonna we're gonna wrap things up and uh again big thank you to ricky blaylock yes all right. thank Don't you again all thank, thank you for having me and with that, dear friends, we come to the end of another delightfully disturbing episode of Misters of the Dark. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you to the Fearscape Media Network and thank you to Corey Adams and Ashley Jones Adams from Nothing Wrong for our musical theme. And now, Mr. Blaylock, if I could direct your attention to my little- You have it. My only chance of being a highly respected artist is now being ripped to pieces by a Japanese-manufactured robotic lycanthrope.
3: Well... <laughs> I, 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 come on, stephen <sighs> Shut up. Wouldn't that fit into that artsy-fartsy crowd anyway? And besides, isn't it like you said? Are we not the world's leading homicidal artiste?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess so.
3: Yeah. Yeah! You know
0: what? You're right, Lance. There really is creativity in killing.
3: Ah, you see? That's the spirit, champ. But before we go, dear friends, I'll leave you with this. No art is possible without a dance with death. Good night.
0: Good night,
1: everybody.